Welcome and shalom, everybody. Shalom. So glad to be here. So glad you are here. We're just blessed to finally be back on Thursday. It has yes. been a while. It's been too long. We have missed you guys on Thursday and doing our regular fiery faith show. That's right. We've staying busy throughout the week with our other stuff, but uh, Thursday evening has always had a special place in our heart where we can just bring some topics that either are have been in the works or kind of spontaneous, but we really enjoy uh, meeting with everyone in the evening and mm -hmm. just so glad to be back, back with everybody here. Let's say hello to some people. We've got Andrea. Welcome from Colorado. Shalom, sister. I bet you're colder than we are. We're both burning up right now. It is hot. <laughs> it's Although so it, hot in this house. It did snow earlier this week, so I think tornadoes tomorrow. Ten Tennessee. Yep. We've got Judy. Welcome. Glad to be glad you are here. And Shalom. Betty. Shalom. Great howdy, to see howdy. you. If I can get my thing to scroll. Who's driving this thing? Let me thing? do it manual and Driving Miss Daisy. And we've got Regina. Great to have you. And happy biblical new year to yes. you as well. And Daniel, shalom, brother. Shalom. We're praying you're feeling better. I'm glad. So mm -hmm. happy to see you here tonight. And Asia, good evening. Thank you for joining. Mm -hmm. And anyone else out there or anyone joining in later, welcome and shalom. Well, we've got a very interesting topic for discussion tonight that mm -hmm. we have been discussing for quite a while um, as we do. We really we've got so many things that are written down that are ideas to talk about or things we would like to talk to you about and get your take on. Please leave us comments um, as we're going through this and, and let us know your opinion and what you think, you know, that's what we're here for is iron sharpening iron and yeah. to help each other, you know, be prepared in every way that we can for, for what's coming. Because we all, if you're here watching and, and you're in our Telegram group, we all are on the same page of where we are right now in, in the world and in the midst of what's going on. And we just want to pull together, strengthen each other's armor. Uh, while we're digging into this, please, I pray you don't be fearful. Know that there are things that we have that we can do as children of YAH that protect us, such as putting on that armor of YAH every yeah. single day, like sometimes multiple times <laughs> a day. Reload. Right? Reload, refasten. And that means if you feel like maybe you can't fasten it yourself. Go to your husband, go to your friends, reach out in a phone call, uh, email us at our prayer group so that we can pray for you. But I just want you to know we're, we do these studies so we can all discuss our ideas and topics, but by no means do we want to create fear. No. no. And sometimes we don't realize our armor is loose and dangling off. You know, it's, it's our job. If we see a brother and sister in need, uh, who's struggling or just needs to help some help tightening their armor in the back. You know, that's our responsibility. We need to be willing to reach out, even if it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable, awkward, 
we just need to approach it with love and know that the father is going to use us in a way that needs to happen. Right. And if he makes you have a feeling where you're like, I wonder about so-and-so, I'm worried about them. Go ahead and reach out, go ahead and reach out to him. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's what he wants you to do or all the time. That's what he wants you to do. He either wants you to call him or text him or just say, I'm thinking about you. I'm worried about you. And I've got to where that's what I do when I, when I have it, when it comes, when you come into my mind and I'm worried about you, I'm going to reach out and say, Hey, how are you? What can I do? You know, I love this comment from Andrea. I put the armor on those in my tribe who don't know yet. Oh, that's beautiful. Know how to put it on themselves. Amen. 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 And our prayers cover our family. We know Mm -hmm. that. We know that. And we see it in scripture that there's a lot of times prayer covered others, right? We saw it. We just got done with Moshe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've seen it with Moshe. We've seen it with Noah. We've seen it with um, Lot. Lot, you know? Mm -hmm. So our prayers cover our family. And y'all has the bigger plan in mind. And It may not be their time right now, but we need to keep them in our prayers and keep planting that seed, watering that seed so that one day they will wake up and have their eyes open to the truth and to how great and marvelous our Messiah and his father is. Right. Our Abba. It matters. Really does. Well, let's get into it. All right. So, yeah, there's been we've got quite a few different topics, some that we we just kind of brainstorm and like, wow, we're going to have to think on that one and eventually bring it to the table. It's truly amazing how many discussions we have had Um, just alone. This video is going to be, I believe, the 250th video that between me and Lee we have done since last summer when we started this. So just unbelievable that Yah has given us that many different things to discuss. Uh, Obviously, we might repeat ourselves here and there, but overall, he has really given us some amazing things to discuss. And we have learned so much and grown in just our studies and relaying that message. We hope that you have gleaned as well. And it's been a blessing Uh, We love being able to do this, and we're going to do it as long as the Father allows us to. Amen. Amen. That's right, Dan. Woohoo! It is exciting. It is. Never would have thought this would be where we're at, but (laughs) y'all is amazing. Amen. All right. Well, you want to introduce it? It was your idea. It really, well, it wasn't just my idea. You you brought up the question. So, yeah, we lately, I mean, especially with the, the Torah portions, we have been connecting so many dots. It's truly amazing. I know earlier in the year we did a connection between the 10 plagues and then the days of creation. Uh, I want to do another study on the 10 plagues connected to the 10 commandments. There's so many similarities between all these things we see. And it really reminds me of, I believe it's the Aspen trees, how all throughout they are connected by their roots underground. You may not see that on the, on above the ground, but supposedly I believe it's the Aspens. Their roots are, the root system is the same. And it's just hard to fathom that. But 
Yah can do anything. All things are possible through him. And I see the scripture as a whole, very similar. You know, the Old Testament, the prophets, the, the New Testament, all of it is connected. Of all one to, one to the other, the Aleph and the Tav, from the beginning and the end. And so we don't need to draw the line and separate the old and the new. They all are relevant. They all belong together as one whole masterpiece. Absolutely. Shalom, Catherine. So happy to see you. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. So, and the test. Wonderful to see, <laughs> see you as well. Need a spreadsheet. <laughs> well, we will definitely work on some of those things to get on our website. We actually have got to get better at getting some things up on yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of resources we need to share. And with this, I definitely think that would be a great idea. It is going to be um, a series because it, I have just doing creation day one and the first trumpet was was more than enough information in one night i don't want to uh, overwhelm anyone plus <laughs> it, we really want to take our time with this and that's one thing that i've learned through study and research is it takes time time to read it read it again dig into it you know pray to the father show me show me what you want to show me, please show me. And through that conversation, relationship, interaction, the two of us talking and then talking with uh, the family and our fellowship, uh, learning during uh, doing Torah portions with each other, you know, that's how we, how we get that better understanding. Mm -hmm. And the one thing, the number seven, we see all through scripture. And it's so important and, and we'll get into that. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but there's just something there that connects that. And when you see certain numbers that repeat, just like when the father repeats something in scripture, when you see it repeated more than once, you should pay attention. When you see it repeated by Messiah, you should pay attention. So there's things like that, that we've really got to pay attention to. And this was something the father kept telling both of us, Hey, pay attention to this and let's dig into this together to see what it was that he placed on our hearts to bring out. Mm -hmm. Just Shalom, makes... Jennifer. Glad to see you, sister. Shalom and welcome. Just makes sense that if the father created everything in seven days that he would end and destroy everything in seven so we hope that you enjoy this series we're going to try to keep it to at least seven parts we don't, don't know. know there's a I lot to know. cover the fifth trumpet's gonna i've uh i've already thought wow i don't even know that i could fit that one into one study but we're gonna do our best there's just so much the father is showing me and wanting me and, and James to bring out and discuss. And I'm hoping that you guys will have some comments or insight of your own or anything mm -hmm. that you can add in that will help us. And Shalom to Nina. We miss her. I hope she's doing okay. Shalom and blessings to her. And if you do have a topic you'd like us to discuss, let us know. Or that you might want to come on and discuss Definitely. with us. Hey, this is... This ministry is for Yah's ministry. It's not ours. It's Yah's. Mm -hmm. If you want to come on sometime and join us and 
bring a topic and discuss it or bring your own topic. We're all about giving a voice to Yah's children. You know, this is his ministry. Yeah, we want to open, open up the stage for anyone that would like to share a message. That's so. right. And we're rooting for James's baseball game. <laughs> Nina's at the baseball game. Play ball. That's right. All right, let's get going. You just put that right on my face. We were doing better when I was back away. <laughs> So we have been pondering often the connection, if any, between the seven days of creation and the seven trumpets of revelation. As Bereans, we are always studying and searching out the deep truths and messages that Yahweh has given us from the beginning. In the beginning, it seems we are searching even deeper now with the status of the world as a whole. We read the prophecies of old, and know they are speaking to us. I believe Yahuwah, we believe Yahuwah was talking to us through the creation story in a way that we might not pick up just skimming over his words. We have to pause and read over and over and search for what really is being spoken to us from our Father and not through the interpretation of another. Read the word for yourself. Let the word made flesh speak to you, our Messiah. Yes. It's amazing how Yahuwah will reveal to you a deeper understanding if only we pause, pray, and then let him speak to us. That still small voice. The word is living. It's forever building in us a, a more beautiful and perfect tabernacle that Yahuwah is going to reside in. Through study time, prayer time, one-on-one -on -one time with Yahuwah, we are allowing Him to shape us and mold our understanding. This study is strictly an understanding that was given in study and prayer. Yahuwah said to bring it forth and speak His word for others that there might be an understanding and hopefully some eyes and ears and to help soften the hearts to His truth, His way, and His life. While there is still time. There is still time. Catherine, we would love for you to come on and share some things you have found. I can reach out to you, sister, and we can see about when we can do that. And Andrea says she's writing a piece on the way and one on the path restoration. Wonderful. That's wonderful. I would love for you to share that. And we have the option to pre-record if that makes you more comfortable or you can do it live. Right. Either way, we would love to have others come on and share what y'all has blessed them with. Because yes. we're all students of the word. Yes. We're all learning and growing in him and together. That's right. We want you to share the same as if we were all getting to sit together in a living room, studying together, fellowshipping together. You know, not only that, but he may tell you something that he wants you to bring forth that he doesn't tell me about. So, mm -hmm. you know, or James about. So we are open for you to come into our living room, so to speak, and say what the father has placed on your heart. So we'll get started on this one. Creation day one. And we are reading from the Sefer, Dr. Pigeon's Sefer, which we absolutely love. We love the having the restored names. 
um, and the way that it flows. And for this, it's perfect, mm -hmm. I do believe. So Genesis 1-1 through 1-5 here. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Ruach Elohim moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, let there be light. And there was light. And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. And Elohim called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Can't get much better than that. No, and that's where my journey started uh, when I decided, when I was searching for the narrow path. And I was like, where can I find Yahusha? Where can I find Messiah? And literally, he told me, go <laughs> to the beginning. They're coming out of churchianity. Little did you know that you would find <laughs> Messiah in Genesis 1-1. Exactly. But he was there from the beginning with Yah. Yeah. Helping create all this. That's right. Yod Hey Vav Hey, I am that I am, Father, Creator of all things. In Isaiah 45, 5 through 8, I am Yahuwah, and there is none else. There is no Elohim beside me. I girded you through you have not known me, though you. though you have not known me, sorry, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am Yahuwah, and there is none else. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, Yahuwah, do all these things. Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, and let them bring forth Yeshua, salvation. And let righteousness spring up together. I, Yahuwah, have created it. Wow. I love Isaiah more and more. And oh, yeah. lately, I am in Isaiah all the time. And Judy's right here. That's an interesting, pull that up on so everyone can see that who, who isn't in the chat. It's interesting that the light was not from the sun, moon, or stars. Exactly. Oh. So let's look at where that light could have come from. What, what could that light have been? I picked up on that very same thing, and I've often thought about it. This is way before, so we need to see what is that light. I just got to say, I love verse 8 right here. Let the heavens open up, the skies pour down righteousness, righteousness. so that the righteous will spring up like the grass and the flowers in the spring. That's just so beautiful. And I think that's when our Ruachs are really just going to ignite on fire for him. As the times get tougher, we must be closer to him and band Amen. together. And I feel that happening. And I know a lot of you feel the same way. There, there was an awakening to get on the narrow path, but there's an, an even bigger awakening that's happening. It's an mm -hmm. awakening in our Ruach. So going on the question and the interesting fact Gigi brought up, um, in Genesis 1, 4, and Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. He divided the light from the darkness. 
So what is that light? The light that is divided from the darkness. In Proverbs 6.23, we see, For the commandment is a lamp, and the Torah is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Here we see Torah described as the light. In Isaiah 9.2, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them has the light shined. That's Messiah. In Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, El Gibor, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And in Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 2, Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of Yahweh is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But Yahweh shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. And the test has it here, Yahusha, the son of Yah. Excuse me. The light. It's just amazing. Once the scales are removed, you can see Messiah all throughout the Scripture. It's like light shining from the pages, like never before. Light divided from darkness. Mm -hmm. And the words are usually dark. Oops, wrong button. So in Psalms 18, 28, For you will light my candle. Yahweh Elohim will enlighten my darkness. This is Micah 7, 7 through 9. Therefore I will look unto Yahuwah. I will wait for the Elohim of my Yeshua. My Elohim will hear me. Rejoice not again me. Not against, not against me. Rejoice not against me, O oh, my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, Yahweh shall be a light unto me. I will bear the indignation of Yahweh, because I have sinned against him, until he plead my cause and execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light, and I shall behold his righteousness. Exactly. And we see what the light is, who the light is. You know, Yahushua is the word made flesh. And here we see in John 1, 1 through 1, 5, in the beginning was the word and the word was with Elohim and Elohim was the word. The same was in the beginning with Elohim. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Mm. In John 3, 19 through 21. And this is the condemnation. The light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, 
lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that does truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in Elohim. And darkness doesn't love the light. And we live in a world right now where darkness is trying so hard to snuff out everyone's light. And the light that is in us is the light that Elohim placed in us. He separated the light from the darkness. Mm -hmm. You can tell the adversary is working overtime because I would think naturally most people would be drawn to the light. You well, know, we rather, have false light now. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we will get into we that. So I'll be quiet. <laughs> Got some good comments here. The test 247. Yahusha, New Testament, is Yahweh in the Old Testament to the glory of Abba, Yah. And Catherine says, I believe the Torah groups have a very high percentage of being Israel from the tribes because of the research I've been doing. Yah is supernaturally bringing Israel together. He sure is. That's awesome. And we being cut into, grafted mm -hmm. in, we're grafted into Israel. You can see the separation between the Father and the Son, too. Uh, amen. Yahusha Hamashiach. Amen. This is a great one. Word equals all of Tav. The 22, the 22. sacred word letters. Mm -hmm. And how beautiful are they? So in 1 John 1, verses 5 through 7, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that Elohim is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Yahusha Hamashiach, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Shalom, Sherry. Glad you're here, sister. And yes, Yahusha is the light. Mm -hmm. Divided from the darkness. And if we walk in the light as he is light, we have fellowship one with another. Amen to that. And that is what we can lean on to strengthen each other right now. Yeah. And we're called to be that light now in place of him. Messiah is not with us in the flesh right now on this earth. So until he comes again, we are called to be that light, to be that example that he was. A light on the hill. Mm -hmm. So the seven trumpets in Revelations are the contents of the seventh seal judgment. And they represent disaster. And that's just to lay a little groundwork uh, as we get into this read, the first trumpet, uh, Revelations 8, 1 through 8, 5. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before Elohim and to them were given seven shofars. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all Kodashim upon the golden altar, 
which was before the throne, and the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the Kodeshim, ascended up before Elohim out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. Can you imagine this scene? Like as I was reading and reading and reading and studying as we're breaking this down, I could see this scene in my mind. And wow, uh, I don't know that that even making a movie could get yeah, just as the scene. That's what I was about to say. And you <laughs> took it out of my mouth. Oh, Hollywood cannot do this justice. No. It's going to be something none of us can dream of, think of, imagine. It's going to be a sight to behold. And so that's why we're talking about it now. So we can be prepared. We can be ready for this because it's going to be earth shattering and shaking and if we're not living with a strong foundation in the word and with our father, we're going to crumble. Regina is a great, and this is it exactly here, sister. Yahweh made everything to come together in such a way and in such a time as this. How blessed as his children mm -hmm. we are to see his plan come to perdition. I believe. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And we are that. I've, I've really feel that we are that we are that generation we are that the the ones that are going to see this and that's why we have to have these discussions with each other um, so that we are prepared and you are ready to also not just be prepared for yourself but to prepare others around you it's like you know when you're in an airplane and they teach you about if the plane loses altitude and the mask comes out of the ceiling put your child's mask on or the person beside you if they're unable put their mask on first or put yours on and then put theirs or you on. put mine on that's right you put yours on and then you put theirs on but the point is we're helping we have to help assist yeah. everyone i would put your mask on <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i'm just thinking that yah knew exactly when he wanted to form us in our mother's womb he could have chosen us anytime thousands of years ago but he has chosen all of us for this time right now and it is an important time and we need to make sure that we are doing our due diligence and doing everything we can to honor him and to be an example. It's just such an important thing. You know, we all have a purpose and a plan and he knows it greater than us. So he does. And people to, are going to be coming to you and I, mm -hmm. to you guys, to us, they're going to be like, what do we do? Because they're going to remember that you've tried, that you've planted seeds, that you've, you've witnessed to them whether they accepted your witnessing or not, but they are going to know that you are going to be the person that they need to talk to. So here we are studying together and preparing together for when they do meet at your door to say, what do we do? What do we do? Amen. Yeah. Dan says he chose us before creation. That's just such a beautiful thought. We all are so important to him. He delights in us. Mm -hmm. And he has a purpose for each and every one of us. He does. 
The test 247 says Revelation 8.5, same as when Yahushua was killed in the release of, of the, the seven, seven Rukoth. That's another one that would be that's on the list of things to look at. You know, but when the lights really do go out, people are going to be looking towards us because our lights may be the only thing left. That's right. So we cannot let our light be put out. Studying together, researching together. You know, when you find something, bring it out. When I find something, we'll bring it out. Like that's what we're here for. And it may not always add up. We got to put it to the scripture. We have to test it against the word. We know and can trust that the word will lead us down the narrow path. Right. Why was there silence in heaven with the breaking of the seventh seal? We are not given the explanation. However, there are some thoughts on the matter. Silence out of somber reflection for what is in the seal, the judgment of Yahuwah, fully revealed for the first time. All of heaven can see Yahuwah's plan to judge the wickedness on earth, destroy the kingdom of the beast, to set things right. A show of deep respect for the judge of the earth, Yahusha HaMashiach, just like the silence in the courtroom when the judge presiding over the legal proceedings enters and takes their seat, all stand and are silent. In Zephaniah 1.7, Hold your peace at the presence of Adonai Yahuwah, for the day of Yahuwah is at hand. For Yahuwah has prepared a sacrifice. He has bid his guest. And is this Habakkuk? Yes. Habakkuk 2.20. But Yahuwah is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. I just wanted to pull that out there because there's silence in heaven for half an hour. I really want to, I really want to dig into that, you know, but that's a whole nother. I keep running into all these things, but that's a, that's a whole nother thing I'm going to get into there. But why was there that silence in heaven? Because we know scripture right before this, there was a lot of rejoicing, the holy, 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 you know, praising him. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when that seventh seal was cracked, boom, silence in heaven for the half an hour or 30 minutes. And I just thought, yes, there was, that was like somber reflection of what they were fixing to see go down. And even the fact that Yahushua was standing there, the only one worthy to break that seal. Right. Yeah. Judy's always got the good comments here. I think part of it is that our accuser was kicked out of heaven. He's angry. He's still holding that grudge. He has not let go of it, and he won't until his time is over. He's trying to capture as many souls as he can Mm -hmm. while he can. Shalom, Heather. I don't I don't know if we missed her in the chat, but I see uh, Sherry says Shalom. So Shalom, Heather. I don't see her popped in either, but Shalom, Heather. And that is an amazing story by Catherine Catherine. uh, being saved from the A word. We can't say that, uh, but we, we can read that. And the doctors thought I was a cyst. Wow, that is a miracle. And praise Yah that they stopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. She says, yes, Yah saved me in the womb. 
Yes, that scripture really touches me that he knew us, knew before us, before we were in our mother's womb. Right. Mm -hmm. It really is a beautiful verse. Heather is a, here. That's a good point by Daniel, too. His, uh, it could also be that the silence means no prayers answered because no prayers are heard. Silence. Yeah. That's true. We know we have to be living righteously and obeying his commands or we run the risk of our prayers not being heard. Right. So the breaking of that seventh seal is the time when it's like you better have all your... <laughs> Better have all your requests up. Although I do feel like there's time as we're going through these seven seals or I these mean, seven uh, trumpets. There's a saying, you know, better late than never, but we don't want to be late. No, that's we why want we're to here be now. waiting and ready. That's right. So then Revelations 8, 6 and 8, 7. And the seven angels, which had seven shofars, prepared <clears throat> themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees were burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. So the first trumpet brings judgment against those who refuse to acknowledge the light of Messiah and the lamp of Torah. It is a time when darkness is given in place of light. Fire is synonymous with the presence of Yahweh. From the very burning bush to the fire that presented by night over the, tab over the tabernacle. And fire and water are both also used in refinement, purification, and cleansing. In Numbers 31-23, Everything that may abide the fire, ye shall make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of separation, and all that abides, not the fire, ye shall make go through the fire. I mean, go through the water. So we know that it says the fire, hail, and blood. Hail is water. It's a form of water. And I think it's the most aggressive form of water that it can be. It's like having an ice ball thrown at your head, you know, <laughs> and no more. I think at this point, gloves are off and it's like it's going to be the hardest part that there is thrown at us to deal with. So the water comes as hell. In first Peter one seven, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes through it be tried with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Yahushua HaMashiach. So we all have been through the trials by fire. Basically we've, we've had our moments of purification. I've definitely felt like I've been in the fire, but I knew I wasn't in it by myself. This fire, hail, and blood points to a period of refinement upon the earth with a land that has been defiled and manipulated, altered, abused, and for the people who are stiff-necked and refusing to open their eyes and see beyond their own flesh and selfishness. It's definitely the time to turn away from the world and repent. And that's the time now. 
it is time to repent. It is time for us to try to reach as many as we can to open eyes, open ears, soften hearts and say, look, this is coming. And and the, you know, men's hearts will fail them for what they see. There's no reason for that to happen when we can reach out. We can save as many as we can. We can bring people to repentance and let them know, even if they're refusing right now, that we will be that light shining in the darkness that they can go to and we will pray with them and we will help them along the way. And that's what this is about. We, we should be gracious and thankful that we have this warning. He literally tells us this is going to happen. We can't change it. We can't push it back. It's on his timing. Yes, it's going to probably come as a surprise because no man knows the hour. No. But he does warn us. So we must be prepared. and We must let others know that the time is at hand. What is instructions? You know, we get scripture. It's good for instructions and reproof, right? Mm -hmm. Instructions to me are preparation. People talk about prepping. There's all kinds of prep shows out there, <laughs> prepping for this and that and the other. And you know what? This is the ultimate preparation. And I think it's best to look at it this way, where it's like, okay, this is coming, but we have options of what we can do to get others around us ready for these times. Yeah, I mean, your bunker and your six months of dried food, it's not going to save your soul. You know, it may save you through some difficult times, some of these end times that we are, will yeah, I think approach. I it's a waste but, of time because you can save all that food up. But then when this happens, do you think your food's going to stay good? <laughs> you know, I think we need to be prepping uh, spiritually and prepping our family as much yeah. as we can, or at least letting them know that we're available when, when it hits. So <laughs> it was interesting. I just actually noticed it in one of the news headlines yesterday that one of the bigger insurance companies had reported that this past year, 2022 had over a billion dollars more uh, in hail damage than ever reported before. It's just, it's growing and it's coming and these signs are happening. So two years ago or three years ago, our very our first, very first PASOC, we, in the middle of our meal, experienced one of the worst uh, thunder, lightning, and hailstorms we've mm -hmm. ever seen in our life. They were, I, I would say they were golf ball size. And it was, it was awesome. It was terrifying, but awesome and at the same time. We still have in our roof we on do. it. For the longest, I thought that it was Hasatan trying to stop us because we had finally come to the truth and we were finally starting to honor and celebrate Yah's feast days. But it could have also been Yah just showing his mighty power. It was awesome. It really was. And then it stopped and it was wonderful. And we looked at the radar and literally it was like a purple red dot right over, over our house. Yep, just over Really us. bizarre. It really was. <laughs> And then last year we were in a tornado. So yeah, Passover, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting one. It's coming uh, up soon. So we're, we're just looking forward to it. We are. As the fire, hail and blood rain down on the earth, we will see the beginning of the destruction of the false light. The electric lights 
that mimic the creation of Yahuwah when he divided the light from the darkness. The towers of the five and the G and the evil associated with them will be obliterated. All the devices of man, or should I say Hasatan, made to manipulate the masses such as phones, TV, communications, all will be gone. The invention of electricity and lights made it possible to enslave man to literally work around the clock or sin around the clock. This will be a reversing back to the original form of the earth at the time of creation, a purification by fire to make clean again, dividing the light from the darkness. That what you had written there, you know, the electricity literally allows men to work day and night around the clock or sin around the clock. And the first thing that came to my mind was Sin City and all of the casinos, how their windows are blacked out. Mm -hmm. So no one can know whether it's day or night. And you You can be stuck in there for hours upon hours and lose track of time because you are no concept of what time of the day it is. And so that's kind of what that sentence reminded me of. And it is, it's a continuing of sin and it's just increasing to where we're now forced to even witness it on the news and in TV shows and just about everywhere. You know, they don't even give you a warning or a rating. It's just exposed and expected to be viewed and, You know, that's why many of us probably have done away with those mass communications because we're tired of seeing that and we're not going to stand for that. No, honestly, there are times when and I daydream about the time when when all of that will be gone. When people will, like Sherry said, end up back in the barter system, you know, definitely. And that's where your your hoarding and your prepping may come into play because (laughs) At one point, there won't be things being made anymore. There won't be stuff being unloaded from cargo ships from other countries importing. It's going to be what you have, and you're going to have to trade with others. So we've got five chickens (laughs) that we could barter with. I don't know how many five eggs a day will get us, but it's better than nothing. It is. You you might be surprised. This is a great point. Casinos have always reminded me of a coffin. A very brightly lit up coffin, but you're exactly right. And many probably do lose their life or their they soul. They lose the their everything there. So the false light that has been on earth in the name of Messiah will be destroyed. I believe we will see a time prior to the seven trumpets that will expose these workers of false light. In 2 Corinthians 11, 13 and 14, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Mashiach. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And we're seeing a lot of these false apostles already being exposed. I've I've seen several uh, in the last several years videos about them, about their... Um, fall from grace from affairs to alcoholism and drug use Um, there's so many things to 
there was one just last week or so that we saw about a mega church in Australia. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about when I say that, but just the money that they were spending on their own clothes and hair and uh, all of the fleshly things, just it made me nauseous because there's people out there that watch these ministries that give when they barely have anything to give, like the woman in the synagogue that came in and gave a, a the equivalent of a, of a penny and it was all she had. And there are people out there that do that, you know, and here they are taking it and spending it on themselves and their flesh. And these are those false light apostles that are going to be exposed. Mm-hmm. Shalom, Amanda. We are so glad to see you. We're mm-hmm. playing, praying for you guys praying for the van, praying for you and Eric and the kids. Tomorrow is prep day, and I'm praying that your day tomorrow goes so well. Mm -hmm. I like this comment from Dan. You know, we may all be doing the same thing on our knees, but we won't be bowing for the same reason. I often think about the kneeling scene. I suspect most will be down on their knees trying to hide their face to the ground. Then there will be his people who will be kneeling on one knee. Amen. That's powerful. That is powerful. And I can see that in my head too, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're doing some traveling right now and you are actually parked at one of those coffins. So I'm glad you are almost finished with that and going to be making your way back home into Yah's wilderness. Amen. Awesome. Regina's going to be making some matzah bread tomorrow. I'm going to try the same. Yeah, I got to get ready. Passover is coming soon. Unleavened bread. All right, next page. And this is me. Yep. Through Messiah, we are washed clean of our sins and the blood of Yeshua or his salvation that he gives us. Messiah must be acknowledged as the son of Yahweh who came in the flesh upon the earth to take up our sins upon himself. He was raised up on the tree to die and what held him to it was his love. He was pierced. He suffered being pierced, spilling his blood and water as a witness upon the earth. He was resurrected, defeating death for us, ascending to the right hand of Yahweh. Through immersion in water and walking in obedience, we receive the Comforter or Ruach HaKodesh, who also is a witness to Messiah. In 1 John 5, 6 through 5, 8, this is he that came by water and blood, even Yahushua HaMashiach, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Ruach that bears witness because the Ruach is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Ruach HaKodesh. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in the earth, the Ruach, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. My thoughts, praying and, and looking at this and going over it, is could the blood mixed with the fire and hell of that first trumpet be representative of the unaccepted blood of redemption offered to all by Messiah, or possibly even taking the redemptive blood in vain 
by not walking and living as Messiah taught through his example while he was living in the flesh on earth in obedience to the commandments, to the Torah of yod heh vav Just thoughts I'm having, you know, there's a reason and that that blood is going to rain down with the fire in hell. And I, I really see it as, as that. Our Elohim is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Yahushua came as the light of the world from heaven. The word made flesh. He was there at the very beginning. Light divided from darkness. Commandments are a lamp unto our path. And the Torah is the light and the light is Elohim. Well, Leo's Our cat over help. here is trying to use the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Play with the mouse. All right. The hardening of hearts against our father is in this land. I'm sorry. The hardening of hearts against our father in this land is as bad as the times of Noah. Reflective of Babylon, Mitzrayim, possibly even increased beyond those points in history. History repeats upon hardening hearts, wickedness, self-centeredness, covetous, idolatrous. Come out of her, my people. Exodus 9, 22 through 25. And Yahweh said unto El Moshe, stretch forth your hand toward the heavens, that there may be hail, in all the land of Mitzrayim, upon man and upon beast and upon every herb of the field throughout the land of Mitzrayim. And Moshe stretched forth his rod toward the heavens, and Yahweh sent thunder and hail, and the fire ran along upon the ground, and Yahweh rained hail upon the land of Mitzrayim. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail, very grievous, such as there was none like it in all of the land of Mitzrayim, since it became, became a nation. And the hail smote throughout all the land of Mitzrayim, all that was in the field, both man and beast. And the hail smote every herb of the field and broke every tree of the field. Wow. It's amazing um, to see the same thing happening there when Israel is uh, their slaves. Mm -hmm. And not only are they slaves though, but we know um, that after, while they're in the Exodus, while they're headed through the wilderness, that they actually miss it. They actually miss Mitzrayim. So that's a lot of what happens right now. People are falling away. There's a falling away in people's belief and people's walk, you know, because it's, it's, it's more fun to do what people do in the big cities where the lights are and the clothes and jewelry and all of that. Um, so even though they saw this and they were saved from this, we know that they're going to go back and miss it. <laughs> well, and we've talked about it quite a bit that we feel like we are going to experience these 10 plagues again. 
in a very similar fashion. And when we were doing our Torah reading over this part, I remember reading uh, as some commentary mentioned that they said the the hell actually had fire within it. Mm-hmm. And it was an impossible thing. Only Yahweh could create such frozen a water with fire piece, yeah. an element. And so, of course, they knew that was from the almighty Elohim. Right. Nothing else. None of their gods could have ever created and mixed two of those elements in one. Yeah. And, and I knew I know there's lots of different possibilities, like it could be meteorites or volcanoes. Yeah, but quite honestly, when it says hell, we know that that's frozen water. And I think Dan's onto something there. A bowling ball size <laughs> hell on fire, I think, uh, would just about obliterate anything uh, falling, being shot from the heavens down. You know, so I think when it says hell that that means the frozen and I, balls of water, you know. I almost put in that clip to our intro, <laughs> but I, that was a little I would, frightening. I wouldn't let him. I was like, no. It will be frightening. And, no. you know, we just have to be ready. Scary and Fire and ice, yes. All right. I think we finished that page. What to expect with advice to the inhabitants of the world for such a time as this? Joel 2.28 through 2.32. And I love reading Joel as well and would suggest you to do the same. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Ruach upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids. In those days will I pour out my Ruach. That's a lot like what you read uh, earlier from Isaiah about pouring Mm -hmm. out the righteousness. So we see that here. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of Yahweh come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of Yahweh shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as Yahweh said and in the remnant whom Yahweh shall call. So we see what is going to be happening, what to expect. And I believe this is a lot of this is happening now. I have dreams. I've never had dreams like the dreams I've had in the last two two years. Um, Amazing dreams, uh, prophetic dreams, dreams that I've seen that actually spoke of events happening uh, in ministry. And I know others have them as well. I know that this is happening more increasingly and is for a reason, you know. But here we see through all these signs and wonders that we're going to see that sound quite terrifying, that it, that whosoever shall call on the name of Yahweh shall be delivered. And the remnant who shall, uh, the remnant whom Yahweh shall call. So that tells me Yahweh is calling. He's calling us now. 
He's calling you and me. He's calling every single person with ears to hear, eyes to see and ears to hear. He's calling right now. Mm -hmm. So that's the story that we need to be giving. The Father's calling all right now. He doesn't want to lose a one of us. These things are coming. You know, people need to understand when they say, I had the weirdest dream. It was this or so. They, we need to be saying, you know what? We're in the times when that's going to be increasing. It's important. I like this comment from Catherine. That will also happen to the armies that come against Yahusha. Yes. It reminds me of the Maccabees. Many times they were not equipped or fit to win the <laughs> at battle. All, at all. But with Yah on their side, he allowed them to be victorious. Or like the the scene of Moshe Aharon and holding her. the staff above his head. Yes. So no weapon can be formed against us if Yah is on our side. Andrea's got a great... Yeah, I was going to share that one next. There's pleasure in sin for a season. It is written... I pray for the prodigals that their pleasure in that season will come to an end and they return to our Abba. And we see here exactly that, that he's saying that whosoever shall call in the name of Yahweh, it's not saying only these people or only these people. It says whosoever calls on the name of Yahweh. And it also implies and shows us that the remnant who Yahweh shall call we need to be listening to that still small voice. And I pray for that all the time for when he says move, I want to move. When he says you got to go, I'm going to go, you know, without question. He will make a way for us. The question is, are we listening? That's right. Can we be quiet long enough to listen? For me, that's really hard. <laughs> but I'm trying. And Dan says 10,000 will fall. On the right and the left, yes. So we have to listen because he is calling before it is too late. There's still time. So we wanted to share a couple verses out of four Ezra or other known as second Ezra's wonderful books, just so prophetic. It's almost like reading the newspaper at times it's just it like is. wow this is actually happening right today tomorrow and in the days past but it is so relevant i highly recommend reading it if you have not a before. few times like a lot so in four ezra chapter 14 6 through 17 these words shall you declare and these shall you hide and now i say unto you that you lay up in your heart the signs that I have showed and the dreams that you have seen and the interpretations which you have heard. For you shall be taken away from all, and from henceforth you shall remain with my son and with such as be like you until the times be ended. For the world has lost its youth and the times begin to wax old. For the world is divided into twelve parts." And the ten parts of it are gone already, and half of the tenth part. And there remains that which is after the half of the tenth part. Now therefore set your house in order, and reprove your people. Comfort such of them as be in trouble. And now renounce corruption. Let go from your mortal thoughts. 
cast away the burdens of man, put off now the weak nature, and set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto you, and haste you to flee from these times. For yet greater evils than those which you have seen shall happen. I'm sorry, which you have seen happen shall be done hereafter. For look how much the world shall be weaker through age, so much the more shall evils increase upon them that dwell therein. Wow. The part that really I've the last maybe three weeks or so I keep going back to is um, to reprove your people. Where is the part about mortal? Not to be worried about mortal. Let go from your mortal thoughts. So what does that mean? Let go of your mortal thoughts. To stop thinking about your mortality. To stop worrying about your death. Cast away the burdens of man. The burdens of man are all those things we have anxiety about that really don't matter. It really, those things just really don't matter. And you are to cast off now the weak nature strength we have to strengthen up our armor and each other's armor absolutely we have to set aside the thoughts that are heavy into us if something is a burden and it's weighing you down cast that away from you mm -hmm. like you set have got cross. to stop worrying and fearing for what is coming None of these things that we're talking about, yeah, they're going to be something to deal with, but we are to have no fear. No fear. That's right. Regina says, don't fear what will happen to the flesh. That's right. Come out of the cities. I do agree with that. You know, we need to be living in today. We aren't guaranteed the breath for tomorrow. So we need to be doing everything we can with each breath making sure that it is pleasing to Yahuwah right. and praying that he gives us another breath to wake up tomorrow. Wow. That's a very true word right there from Amanda. Fear is equal to having faith in the enemy because what you put your attention to is what you're feeding. So when you're well feeding said. fear, you're growing that monster bigger and bigger. It says here, to cast that away, to cast away mortal thoughts, meaning you are not to even worry about what could happen to your flesh. Set that aside, you know, renounce corruption. That's being set apart. We have to be willing to be set apart, even if that means we sit, we sit stand alone, you know, yep. stand alone outside of your family, stand alone in your community, wherever you're at. For right now, we have each other here. We are each other's family. But there will be a time when this is gone. And we're each going to have to have made each other strong enough to be able to stand alone if we have to. Yes, he's going to hurt us all together. And I see us, you know, in my mind's eye, all coming together from different parts of the countries together on a path to head on out for the second exodus. But it's going to take some work getting there, and we're going to have to be strong to make it. Judy's got some advice for us to keep our eyes on Yahusha so you don't sink in the storms of life. That's what happened to Kepha to Peter. He took his eyes off of him for a second. And when there he are stepped some, out onto the water, and down he went. 
There's some serious storms coming. Fear not what is coming. Perfect segue. Romans 10, starting in verse 5. For Moshe describes the righteousness which is of the Torah, that the man which does those things shall live in them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Mashiach down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is, to bring up Mashiach from the dead. Again, from the dead. But what says it? The word is nigh you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if you shall confess with your mouth, Adonai, Yahusha, you shall believe in your heart that Elohim has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart man, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto Yeshua salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Yehudi and the Yavanim, for the same Yahuwah over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the besora of peace and bring good news of good things. But they have not all obeyed the besora, for Yeshiyahu says, Yahuwah, who has believed our report. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Elohim. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, truly, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. But I say, did not Yasharel know? First, Moshe says, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Yeshayahu is very bold and says, I was found on them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Yasharel he says, All day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. And that was the last slide. So I think the point is that we are we exist in such a time as this for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And our purpose is to speak the word and the truth and shine the light in every dark place we possibly can and to minister to one another and strengthen one another. It's not a time of fear. It's not a time to worry about our mortal flesh. It's a time to realize we are warriors. We are warriors for Yahweh. He made us to be so, and he made us to be so right now. The time that's coming, 
that first trumpet, it's going to be a, a cleansing and a purification mm -hmm. um, upon the earth, not just one place. It's going to be upon the entire earth. The sin is great. You will not it be really able to is. hide from it. And just like what Amanda was saying, our fear gives the adversary power while he's reigning in these last days. Armor up, buttercup is right, Judy. That's exactly <laughs> right. That is so true. Each and every day. So what can we do uh, in addition to this le these lessons that we're going to be learning in this series? Well, one thing is, if you have a Torah ter testimony, you can get with us and we will record that and get it out there. As long as we have the ability to use these airwaves, we should be uh, getting everyone's story out there as far as we can reach mm -hmm. to the four corners. You have a story of what led you to Yahweh, what led you to Yahusha, what led you to Torah, what led you to obedience, what your life was before, what it is now, how it has blessed you. And through telling your story, you're going to bless others. You may be that one story they're waiting to hear. We've had wonderful testimonies so far that are just absolutely have touched so many lives already. You know, we have some coming up next week. We'll have one uh, on Tuesday from a beloved sister that we have here. And thank Thank y'all for every brave soul that's willing to be vulnerable to tell their story because that's what we should be doing right now. Mm -hmm. That's a way to shine your light out into the world, the light that he put within you. That's right. And this is an encouraging comment to end with from Regina. I've had amazing dreams that show me Yah will strengthen us. Amen to Amen. that. And I agree. If you have a prayer request, we do have um, an email. You can email, you can join our Telegram groups and put it there. Uh, but for emailing us, you should be able to email that prayer at fieryfaithministries.com. There's a whole team that are, there's someone every single day, plus we all pray together. Um, we can actually set you up to meet face-to-face -face with someone if you have a need for prayer in person. And mm -hmm. lovely, uh, I would say, prairie warriors for Yah that have been asked to step forward and give of their time and energy to intercede for their brethren. And we are blessed beyond measure by these these people. The Right now, it's ladies. I'm praying for Yahweh to send us a, a male prayer warrior that will be able to be plugged in there as well. If you are interested, um, let us know and we'll get you on the, the prayer team. Yeah, I just posted our Telegram link. We do have multiple channels, but I've posted the main invite link into our group. All you have to do is click in and you're joined. You're part of our fellowship where we can contact and reach each other all throughout the week, day and night. Uh, what wonderful place to be to help strength, strengthen each other. Absolutely. We also do have a website you can visit to learn all about us, to learn all about our shows, all of our links, our prayer team. Everything is all there at fieryfaithministries.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Rumble, Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, and more. 
So please do like and subscribe and share this out if you enjoy our content. If you want to hear more of what we're bringing, this is just part one. So if you enjoyed this study, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the upcoming episodes. Help us reach the four corners. And mm -hmm. honestly, we don't get advertised as much on the YouTube because of uh, who we speak for. We speak for Yahweh and Yahusha, and that's just not popular. So it definitely helps us so very much if you do these few little things to be able to reach the four corners. We definitely uh, are not paid by YouTube at all. That is not what this ministry is about. We are doing our best in, in such a time as this, uh, working for Yahweh's ministry, and it is his ministry. It's mm -hmm. not ours. It is the ministry of Yah, and I know he's building it as he wants it built. Um, and he's bringing those that he once brought. And you are you can help us do that as well. I will give you one reason to subscribe if you are not. We are so excited for tomorrow evening. If you haven't joined our Friday fellowship before, we would love to have you each and every Friday evening as we enter into Shabbat at 7 p.m. EST. We all gather together. So much great comments and insight being shared in the chat. We love everything that you guys bring. We go over that week's Torah portion, just digging into insights and lessons and things that really stuck out to us. And we just love sharing all that with you guys. Well, we usually share some worship songs, but we are actually going to be sharing some live music tomorrow. We are so excited to be joined by Left and Right Ministries. They are going to be joining us tomorrow to play a few of their songs for us. Such a great ministry, great worship music that they have been bringing to praise and lift up to Yah. And so we're just so Absolutely. thrilled to have them tomorrow. So please do join us then. We look forward to it as we approach the Shabbat. We're getting ready for prep day. So make sure you are prepped and ready. We will see you tomorrow evening. Shalom, everyone. Shalom. Shalom.